If you didn't watch at least one IG Live this week, this podcast ain't for you. If you thought I was done complaining about these challenges, this podcast ain't for you. And if you're still pronouncing that word for an internet joke, Come on. in these trying times, as Mimi, this, this podcast, podcast ain't for you. you. Welcome back to the contained edition of You Mad It's a Mean Podcast, the podcast where we discuss the things you thought you gave a fuck about this week. And this week, we your favorite podcast hair dye, because everybody <laughs> is turning gray real quick. <laughs> or just real... fucking with their hair. Yeah, because they ain't got nothing else to do. <laughs> Specifically, Diddy and uh, Kevin Hart, but we'll get to that later <laughs> on in this podcast. Uh, so, yeah, man, it's your favorite podcast. It's Chuck. And Jordan. Yeah, man, and we're here to discuss the, the COVID madness and everything that follows through, because what else are you going to do? You ain't got shit else to do. So sit down with us and let's get to the shit. <laughs> and I want to talk about something specific. Let's talk about it. These dumbass challenges. I'm getting tired of <laughs> each and every one of these stupid ass challenges that are going by. We we went through waves. At first it was like, oh shit, like we really, we really can't go outside. Outside clothes. What we gonna do? Now it's just like, let's see how many challenges we can come through and convince the rest of the world to do. <laughs> I don't know why you're so mad. I don't know. Th- this one made me more mad than the uh, Don't Rush Challenge. The Walk-In <laughs> Naked Challenge with your significant other. That so, shit yeah. drives me <laughs> up a what? wall. Because, What's the problem? Because all of these people are in new relationships that are, even though I believe any TikTok is fake, there are no genuine TikToks ever in the world. All of it is yeah, staged. Yeah, I definitely have gotten the feeling that these are fake yeah. most of the time. All of them are staged. None of them are genuine. You had to practice a few times to get the, the perfect moment, which is cool. Whatever. If that's what you're doing, then do it. But then to put out like, oh, I'm walking naked and my my boyfriend is so excited. Yeah, in the first year, like ass and titties in the first year is real excited. By year five, six, seven, eight, nine, it's like, nah, like you, I seen one. uh, So if you don't know what this stupid ass challenge is, woman comes (laughs) in the room, ass naked as their boyfriend is playing the video game. And then the boyfriend is so excited, so ecstatic. That is a woman is naked. He's like, oh, shit, fuck this game. Like, oh, shit. And then he just kind of pays attention to her, which that's cute. I get it. It's fun. It makes sense. In the first 365 times two, you know what I'm saying? The first two years. By year three or four, dog, like, I done seen you ass naked enough to know I'm going to get the pussy eventually. You you ain't got to surprise me with the ass naked. Now, if it was, like, some extra shit, like, ass naked with another woman, ass naked with some fucking whipped cream all over you, ass naked with uh, Mortal Kombat 11, like, some new shit. Fatality. That might get me excited. But the the regular, regular shit that I've been getting, I ain't fucking with it. First of all, you sound hella bitter. (laughs) Second of all, you don't know what they got going. Maybe they haven't had a chance to, like, see each other in a long time. Or something like that. Maybe they haven't been able to hang out in a couple of months. And she finally like came home and was like, you know what? Now's the time. And he been he been trying and she been saying no. 
Y'all know what's going on? She's been doing all of that. She's been telling them, no, all to get the TikTok reaction? Is what we're no, getting at? No, not specifically for that. I'm just saying, you know, sometimes you're going through things in your life, which is like your job or like other people or your family outside of that. And you come home in like a bad mood, especially for women. We don't always, especially in, in all relationships, the sex job doesn't always match up. That becomes a problem in a lot of people's relationships. Mm -hmm. So maybe she had been going two like months or something where she didn't feel like doing nothing. She had been telling him no, and he had been trying. It had been a problem in their relationship, and she she just popped up naked, and he was like, "Oh, okay, so we back, cool." Okay, that's cool. A theory. Yeah. And then also, my favorites have actually been when um they do it to their family. Those have been funny as hell. I have See, not seen those at all. You ain't got deep enough into the meme. I saw one uh, girl went and her mom was sitting in the kitchen. Her sister was sitting at the table. And <laughs> it's just usually their family being like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and that shit is funny as hell. <laughs> there was one dude. I don't even know. This could have been stage two because I don't imagine him really walking in the kitchen this naked. But then again, if so, his entire family, they all need Oscars because... They were all sitting in the kitchen because I'm sure they're all quarantining together. And it was like three girls, a dad, a brother, and a mom. And the girls closest to him like like freaked out and like turned around. And his dad just starts cussing him out at like top speed. Mm. <laughs> like, put, he says, put them shits up. And I was like, them shits? What's happening? <laughs> them nuts. Them <laughs> testes, dog. Man. I... My thing is, though, bruh, you're the without uh quarantine the the cloud chase is so high and so rampant for people to try to go viral off the simplest shit or trying to the shock value is so high if you multiply it by now we can't go no fucking weird go just getting naked is now getting fucking responses out of people like and to me this is why it pisses me off is because I, I'm not going to believe the TikTok shock value. I, I just can't because, bruh, TikTok, Vine, those are so, like, instant and so, like, it's it's one take Jake. Unless you, like, record the whole shit and maybe clip it up however you see fit. But it, it's hard to get a, a reaction perfectly for the Vine or for TikTok. So, uh, fuck, fuck this shit. And if you do want to surprise a man with a little piece of ass, if you ain't been fucking, if you ain't been in these streets, if y'all sex drive haven't been matching, do it off the fucking camera. Wait till that nigga getting out the shower. Why you got to do it when he playing his Xbox? He trying to score a goddamn touchdown, a three point or whatever. Let that man have his, his peace, man. Women love to take niggas from their games, man. I ain't fucking with it. So... <laughs> If one of your homeboys that you're playing with just leaves in the middle of um, whatever the fuck it is y'all do on there, shooting people or about to score or whatever. whatever. Yeah, whatever our dumbass <laughs> is doing. Uh huh. You gonna be mad? Mm mm. <laughs> not if it's genuine. Not if it's like really. He just hit me up on some. I gotta go. On some real like Rico Suave shit. Didn't even do that. They was just like through the headphones. I'm out. Exactly, and that's where it's fake. Because if you playing with your niggas, like your rider dies, you gotta at least hit them with the. I'm gonna holler at y'all niggas in a minute. You at <laughs> least gotta tell them like bye, but nothing at all. Just, hey man, I, I'm gonna get a piece of ass. I'm a, I'm gonna holler at you like, mm, come on man, 
I'm not I really wish you stopped calling it a piece of ass. That's stressing me out. Piece of coochie? No. Why does it have to be a piece? A whole piece of a whole ass? A whole coochie? I don't know. It, you, stop you, saying coochie for sure. You ain't never got a whole dick before? What? Or a piece of dick? I know you done got a piece of dick. Bruh, I ain't never got no. a piece of dick. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It, it's happened to everybody. Everybody done got a piece of ass and a piece of dick. And then you get the whole, you know, the whole thing sometimes. And then, you know, it happens. I'm uncomfortable. It's okay. At least we're not in person. <laughs> a piece of ass just sounds like a really shitty pimp. I'm going to say this piece of ass real quick. Oh, maybe I'm a pimp then. You don't know Boy, stop that. Why can't I be a pimp? Why can't and I have... I... Go ahead. Why can't I have five or six bitches going down Henry Hines from <laughs> 9 p.m. Not Henry Hines. To 7 a.m. I Uber, man. I know about these streets. To 7 a.m. Where's Henry Hines? Tell me. Uh, it's up north. Where at? Uh, it's in between downtown. After Bridge to Terabithia? Do it. After Bridge to Terabithia? I don't know where the fuck that is. Harry Hines? It's Harry Hines. Family. Henry Hines, Harry Hines. <laughs> Motherfucker, you knew what I was saying, though. <laughs> All the Dallas historians knew. Henry, Harry, Harry Coochie, Henry Coochie, Pisa Coochie. They selling it over there in them parts, is what I'm saying. <laughs> and I'm getting 60%. Get you an engine block, a couch, and a piece of ass. All in the same motherfucking place. And some jewelry. And some electronics. And a massage. Henry Hines several times. And a strip club. It's a lot of things you can get in that one specific area. And I love it. Never no. bought anything out there. But I just know that's where you, you get those things. Oh, shit. That was funny. Another stupid ass challenge. Speaking of strippers mm-hmm. and getting a piece of ass, is the gymnast now trying to take their pants off stand, standing on their hands? Have you seen this dumbass shit? Why are you so mad at everything? I just don't like the fact that everybody's seen one thing and then trying to do I guess because all I'm doing is in my phone. So I see one person, I'm like, okay. And they're like, uh, here go all the athletic women standing on their so, hands. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, it's just them in a handstand having like a looser pair of sweats on and then taking the sweats off while in the handstand with using just their feet, which is a remarkable feat of athleticism I that you are it. so hurt by. <laughs> I applaud the athleticism, the poise, the core strength. But then I seen one, I was like, okay, that's cute. And I seen like Simone Biles do it. And then every other strong bodied woman do it. I'm trying to stay PC because Simone Biles is a queen. At the end of the day, but oh, but you was gonna say bitches. I was, but not Simone. <laughs> number one, she beat my ass. And number from, two, from your knees too. <laughs> she would just pop up and catch it with a three piece washing in the air and then jump back there. Boy, hit me with uh three somersault kicks straight to the face. <laughs> I ain't even see it coming. But it, I don't know. I'm just mad at challenges, man. Anything that says some some challenge, I'm like, okay, come on, let's just stop. But, 
speaking of this week, I put out my own challenge. Mm-hmm. I did the quick change challenge. Yes, you did. And it was fun. And it was cute. And it actually, um, I knew that, like, there are certain people in my life that hyped me up that were going to fuck with it. But it turned into this really cute, like, feminine moment of just, like, <laughs> women empowering women. And it was really fucking cute. So you got buzz. I had got off Facebook. I had, you know, showed my love. And then I left off. You was getting buzz off of it? Yeah, I got a lot of, like, um, other women mm-hmm. being like, this is so cute. I want to do it. And I was like, fucking do it. Yes, queen. You ain't mm-hmm. doing nothing else. And sitting around not, like, putting ourselves together like we usually do, it it seems like not a big deal. But it really does, like, kind of have an effect on just your general mental well-being and, like, not going anywhere and just sitting somewhere and just, like, having something to do. And, yeah, it is a little, like, frustrating because after all of that, I was like, well, now my hair and makeup's done, but what am I? There's nothing to do but take it off. Yeah. <laughs> but outside of that, I killed an entire six hours of this quarantine fucking around making a video. Yeah. Was fun as hell for me. And then I spent the next, like, two days just going back and forth with, like, other women supporting me, me supporting them, all of us, like, sharing love, and it was dope. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Women, women typically, you know, love to. I'm, I'm not big into, you know, uh, getting dressed up or dolling up or whatever. I put on a pair of sweats and some Nike free runs and call it a fucking day. But there are people out there that, you know, enjoy the process of getting cute or dolling up or however you want to put it. So more power to you because you are one of those people who who put, you know, effort into fashion and uh, you showed it in that video. I enjoyed it. You had some cute fits, you know, everything but them goddamn socks. Them socks gotta go. <laughs> All right, so here's the comment I want to see on the post. If you're actually listening, here is your call to action. How do you feel about fishnet socks? Please tell us in the comments. The, I want to know. To to be honest, if your opinion is other than mine, I don't even want to fucking hear it because fishnet <laughs> socks are the stupidest fucking things I've ever... Ain't socks <laughs> supposed to be to, to protect your feet from sweat? And you're going to put on some. Here's what you do. Either you're wearing them with um, like a a heel with your toes out. So it doesn't Mm. matter. Okay. Or what I do is I typically wear them with tennis shoes for an outfit that I want. Like it's, it's kind of athleisure based. So I want to wear tennis shoes, but I don't want it to be so athletic looking that it literally looks like I'm just going to go for a run. So it adds a little bit of flair, but I put a a footy sock inside of it Mm -hmm. to protect my feet. Then I put the fishnet sock over it because it's a mid-calf. So then it just shows. It's like make it just that little bit hint of edgier. Okay, for context, y'all, me and Jordan have <laughs> been going back and forth about fishnet socks for at least three years. Two. Yeah. No, it might be three, actually. Yeah, for at least three years going back and forth about why in the fuck does she wear fishnet socks. I don't <laughs> understand it, and she still does it. And now it's just a running joke anytime she wears it. It's just a poke fun. Because for some reason, like, I, to me, it's it's either or. Either you don't wear socks or you wear regular socks or you wear fishnet leggings or, like, holes, like, pantyhose or something. You don't wear the socks. Like, the, to me, it's, it's just defeating the purpose. I don't get it. To, to be fair, too, I have an obsession with anything fishnet or mesh. So I have two different pairs of fishnet socks. Multiple pairs of fishnet tights that are different sizes of holes and whatnot. Fishnet tops, fishnet bralettes, 
fishnet lingerie. I got it all. <laughs> I fucked with fishnet. So, so when I saw the socks, I was like, I got to get the fucking socks. Especially when those came out, it was right at the hype of um, fishnets under like ripped jeans. And mm, then mm-hmm. like the athleisure, the beginning of the athleisure movement, which is now at this point, a lot of fashion houses are like, it's done. It's over. We've killed it. Stop it. But I'll never stop because Sporty Spice is my favorite Spice Girl. So I have been living for like the last three to four years. But yeah, so when I saw them, I just had to, I had to cop. So and they were on clearance. <laughs> so basically, what you're saying with all this fishing, it is, you're a mermaid, bruh. You're a baby sure. dolphin. You're whatever <laughs> uh, the siren, whatever little sea creature there is. That's what you are because you want to be caught, motherfucker. They in the they in the ocean, and they don't even like six pack wire little the wires, and you want to wear the fishnets, but okay, nah. that was mm-hmm. a. That was a reach. I reached it. <laughs> Dad joke got expired. I don't give a fuck. Fuck, fuck them fishnets. I um also have never. You know, there's a lot of girls who like identify as mermaids. And mm-hmm. please know, I have a lot of fantasies going on in my head and characters <laughs> that I identify with. But mermaid and like anything aquatic has never really been one of them. Even though that seems contrary to my everyday life and the shit that I'm into all the time. I can't lie. I fuck with somebody that said there was a mermaid. That, that <laughs> might be lit. That might be some shit I fuck with. Be like, you know what, little mermaid, little Ariel, uh, I'll give you some legs to help you walk. <laughs> where all the fishnet... I'll give you some legs so you can put some fishnet socks on them. No, nah, that's where the, that's where it stops. <laughs> them socks gotta go. Them socks gotta go. Uh-uh. Okay, so here's the thing that hurts my heart and I don't understand why no one else sees it there's been this trend going around of and I'm sure it's a Facebook trend so you probably haven't even seen it mm-hmm. of excuse me let's honor 2020 grads with pictures from your senior year and people are posting all the shit they did their senior year that the, none of the 2020 graduates are going to get to do and it just feels so disrespectful people are posting like their prom pictures their graduation pictures they're like anything your school did whenever you graduated together and to honor the graduates. And I'm just like, how rude is this? That is the epic level of troll. Whoever started that is a genius because you had to convince everybody like, nah, this is cool. Like we're going to honor them. I seen a tweet uh, or a meme that said, uh, all, all these seniors are saying no cap all year. And now you're not getting a gown. <laughs> it was yeah. like, damn. Guess that's fucked up. Too. Yeah. That's <laughs> fucked up. Let alone let me rub in all the fun shit I did my senior year. I'm telling God, you. That sucks. And I was talking I to was... uh we have a family friend who's a senior this year. Uh, who's graduating and playing football uh on the next level. And I was asking him, like, how do you feel? Because he's a amazing track runner, uh, all around all athlete. Uh shout out to Corbin. Uh, and I was talking to him. Corbin White? Corbin White, everything. everything. <laughs> <laughs> the best quote I've ever heard in my life. Uh, so I was talking to him. I was like, how you feel about track and how you feel about, you know, not having a senior year? And he, he was kind of unbothered about it. But I'm pretty sure most seniors are, like, kind of fucked up, especially if you are, like, a track runner who's relying on scholarship or a basketball player who's waiting on the playoffs. Or There's plenty of, you know, uh, if ands and buts that you could have, you know, 
turned around your spring year, spring semester, and you don't get to have that. Mm-mm. No cap and gown pictures. No, like, after party pictures. How many times have we shared Project Celebration pictures? Yeah. That night was so weird. <laughs> the wildest night ever. And they're barely going to have time to, like, even hang out together this summer. I hope that the school districts after, because what I have seen that I'm really impressed with, um, particularly in public schools, is them pulling together to like still keep a sense of community in one way or another, whether it be delivering the meals or doing fun things for the kids, not just like, and um, paying attention to the fact that going to school online abruptly in the middle of elementary, middle school, or high school is really freaking hard. So lowering the um, workload, getting rid of end of course exams, whatever, whatever. Like it's been very adaptable. Where mm-hmm. public school, um, program wise, is usually not a, that adaptable. I will say, like specifically, they have to be as as, a, as adaptive as they can. Usually because of budget, that's a different story entirely. I've been really impressed with how everybody's kind of been handling it the best that they can. So I'm hoping that they find some way once quarantine is over, especially for these seniors before they all do leave, which at that point, honestly, there will be some spring athletes that might have to go straight from quarantine to school. Yeah. But the way it's looking. But if not, throw some sort of something for them to like at least see each other. Because, man. Yeah, especially the way uh, we were in our class. We mm-hmm. were now every class is different, but we were, you know, a real connected class and we all interacted with each other. So I can't imagine just spring semester of my last school year where I was in the middle of all of my shits and I was in every involved in everything. They just say, oh, it's over. And then like half Boy. of people that, you know, I relied <laughs> on or like kicked it with or, you know, whatever relationship we had, it's kind of gone because to be honest, Shit, when you start college, half of those relationships are broken anyways because you're you're mm-hmm. meeting new people and you just don't have time for it. So for you to not have those last five months just to enjoy somebody is is pretty sucky. But we're all on online and everybody has shit Zoom. It's five different accounts you can use a camera to join your <laughs> friends with. So maybe they're they're using that. Yeah. Still sucks though. Still sucks not being <laughs> Be able to go to prom and grind up on your crush. Grind? <laughs> you talking about grinding? <laughs> Shit. Niggas is hunching. I'm surprised I ain't got no baby. <laughs> From yeah. 2000. I should have a. What year is this? I should have a 10 year old. God knows I should have a 10 year old right now. Oh. Mm, um. Mm, mm. Them baby yeah, mamas that's too. Crazy too. Boy. And also, um, well, two things. One, I think what we're talking about sometimes is hard for people from larger schools to understand, too, because they just didn't get involved in their high school. And so they're like, who gives a shit? Like, I never want to see those people again, which is such a wild concept for us. And it's something we talked about at our 10-year reunion, whereas a lot of our adult friends that we've made outside, of course, from home, a lot of them don't even want to go to their 10-year, don't even care. And when they found out I was organizing mine, they were like, who, what, why? And I was like, because... That's actually something that we want to do and we actually want to see each other and we're talking about it. And since then, I've seen classes before us and classes after us that are the same way. Like they want to see who they consider their family because we all knew each other since we were toddlers. Right. 
but that's facet number one. Facet number two that I immediately thought about once the concept of maybe prom might be canceled was in the age of Instagram, prom is a totally different ball game than what it used to be between promposals, which we've talked about before, and all of the theatrics and the pictures that are taken. Some of this shit has had already been starting to get planned. And what really got started is a down payment on that custom-made dress mm. that a lot of girls are doing now. Because I have said before, if we had Instagram when I was in high school, you could have told me nothing. I would have had the custom of the custom dress. Because at the time, what they had for plus size was hot garbage. I ended up finding like a diamond in the rough, but it was never something I could try on in store. I always had to order from a catalog anyway and then get it altered to my body. So we definitely would have went the custom route if we could have. And they would have already started that process before quarantine started. Something and now crazy. you got this fancy ass dress that you may not even be able to go get a final fitting on, depending on what your schedule is. And then you got to talk, like if you put a down payment down, you got to talk to the designer, are you going to finish, or are you not? Then you got this dress and it's like, what? which is why a lot of people are like, why do you spend that much money on a dress that you're probably only going to wear mm. one time? <clears throat> even though we all hope we have some formal situation that we can go through in college while we still fit in it. But the fact is, it's an experience that a lot of girls think about just like a wedding dress, and they got it for nothing to go do a fake prom in their backyard. <laughs> I know somebody who makes prom dresses who uh, said they're not giving refunds. You're shit out of luck. I you mean, are shit out of luck. Whatever the fuck <laughs> happened, happened. So, I mean, it is what it is. It sucks for sure. Oh, there's just so many, like, there's the big problems that are in your face immediately. And then there's all the little shits that just come up as we go along. And it's like, damn, just another thing to add on to the board, which I will say there are definitely positives that come out of the situation, too. So we can't just focus on the negatives. But that was something that everybody kept posting their prom pictures. And I was like, that is so rude i would be so fucking mad <laughs> i'd be blocking all the old people on my facebook which these kids probably aren't using facebook that much anyway if we're honest but still right. <laughs> one month in real time is given 10 years in these celebrities with these gray hairs have you seen this shit oh. <laughs> no i haven't but i was just watching a video of somebody Trying to do like a TikTok video and all anybody was talking about was his haircut or lack thereof. <laughs> yeah, so it is getting bad. So it's been damn near a month. Uh, we've all haven't seen our barber. We haven't seen our beautician. We're starting to see the true, genuine virgins of each other. So I self-groom and I decided to just join with the, the gang and just not shave my hair just to show like my natural bald spot. And how my hairline is receding. and In solidarity. <laughs> yeah, just, just to be bold with everybody else. And the two specifics is uh, Kevin Hart, you're seeing all of his grays, which is getting kind of bad. Uh, in his beard and uh, his head. And most recently is uh, Diddy. Diddy is starting to use his IG live uh, just like every other fucking celebrity. And you're seeing that uh, he has all of the grades, too. He's not the only one. It's th those are just the two that I've seen. So 
we're just seeing everybody's true self. And I, I feel like it's interesting to see, like, all these people, all these celebrities, all these mega people that you think are just naturally beautiful or just have all of the aesthetics going for themselves, they're getting work done, too. And you're just seeing niggas is getting old. Yeah, it is nice because, um, like, those of us who pay attention to the different things that the different technologies, I guess, that are coming out in the cosmetology world know this shit already. But and it's one of the things that we always talk about with social media pressure of it is removing the perfection layer mm. and making people seem more realistic so that people can understand that's not a real thing. Like, I constantly have to tell my mom, because she gets so worked up about how other people look at her age as far as, like, her face goes. And I'm like, you can do the same thing if you want to get fillers and you want to get the cosmetic surgery they're getting. Then go do that. But if not, then stop complaining, because that's not real. That's not natural. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, it is what it is. But... Basically, what it's doing is removing the filter from IG, from Twitter, from real life if you want to still interact with your fan base it is what it is but now you are regular as fuck and we're all regular (laughs) and after all of this covid shit fix itself corrects itself we all need to continue to be regular i don't want to see diddy all of a sudden just one day just be back uh black hair and beard i want you to continue to keep that pepper just like kevin hart just like any other celebrity because if you think about it if you're a celebrity, if you're someone top in, in the world, you are constantly stressed, you're constantly busy, you're constantly overworked, your anxiety is probably through the roof. And what I've learned with just having a little bit of that is it produces gray hair. So don't sit here and act like everything is all peaches and cream and all glory and glitz and glam. Nah, motherfucker, let that shit shine. Show people that you do, you are regular. You just are doing everything elevated to another level. So if I see one of these celebrities try to shake back and just become old Kevin Hart or old P. Diddy or old Jay-Z or have you seen LeBron James with his wolf beard? <laughs> LeBron James the other day had the wolf beard going, dancing with Diddy, <laughs> sitting there vibing because Diddy was doing a dance off with different celebrities and shit. And uh, he was trying to get Bryce and Bronny to join him, but they weren't fucking with him. So LeBron was like, these niggas too cool to be dancing. And he said it during the live <laughs> feed, which is rare to even hear LeBron say nigga, let alone like cuss his kids out for not playing with him and shit. So he had like the huge like wolf, damn near Rick Ross level of beard going. So I want everybody to keep that energy. Like, nah, don't, I don't want to see no pretty, pretty men no more. BK like me. That shit ain't happening. The shit is going right back as soon as they get a chance to get back to any of their beauticians. It's going to happen, especially once people start putting HD cameras on them and you see things up close and we're not on these blurry ass webcams anymore. It's going to it's going to happen. They don't know how to do anything else. It's not that's unrealistic expectations for people to not try to be unrealistic. (laughs) (laughs) Just saying that's a conundrum. It's an unrealistic <laughs> expectation to not be realistic, even though they're being fake. By not to not being be real. unrealistic. Oh. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay, 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 okay. I got you. It's human nature and has been for as long as 
of time <laughs> to try to portray something that we're not because we peacock. That's what we do. It's in our DNA to do it. And it, the the ultimate form that you can reach, you're going to do. But if you're, if you're peacocking all to fake, to, to shine, to do whatever, and then we see that you're just a little baby bird and your peacock ain't as big as you thought you was because you can't go revert back to, oh, look at my look at my peacock, look at my flowers. Like, no, nah, we've seen what you are, uh, my, what are, what are those uh, feathers? Look at my feathers. Like, we've seen the original, or we've seen the origins. You can't then try to give us something that we've already seen. I think what you don't understand is that we don't give a shit that you know that it's not real. Like for me, and that's what I I always get in arguments with dudes about when it comes to makeup. Like, no, nah, I know my lashes are not this long. They're not even this dark. I know that my skin tone is not going to look the same with this makeup off, but I'm not doing it for you. I'm doing it for me and how I want to express myself and how I want to get better. I know that you know it's not real. And most people know that Diddy is not 50 years old with no gray hairs. Most people know that Kevin Hart didn't go through almost dying and cheating on his wife multiple times when he wants to be with her <laughs> and doesn't have gray hairs. Like they don't give a fuck if you know, they don't care if you know that it's not real. They still going to do it because it looks better and is more appealing on a camera. Hmm. Mm-mm. I'm canceling them. Fuck it. I'm not supporting nothing else. Diddy or Kevin Hart doing lying, lying like a motherfucker. I ain't supported Kevin Harden forever. And that was just Who is Tory Lane signed to? Who he signed oh. to is the GOAT. He signed to he signed to Jesus. <laughs> y'all, if y'all don't know about Tory Lanez and the amazing things he's doing on the internet, you need to lock the fuck in. Let's do this. Tory Lanez has become the best entertainer, period. There's nobody else coming close to what he's doing post-COVID. He needs to, after this, he needs to get a TV show. He needs to get endorsed by major fucking markets. And he needs to take this shit to a different stratosphere. Because he is doing something. <laughs> he is genius. Have you watched anything he's done? No, I, you already know I don't fuck with Tory Lanez. COVID radio is something he does where... He puts different women on his live, uh, his Instagram live, and they can either twerk, they can show a talent, they can do whatever. But the production level of quarantine level, uh, quarantine radio is thing of genius. He has a guy in the background. Whatever he says, the guy repeats. So if he says, this is quarantine radio, we're here to see some ass. The guy in the background would be like, show some ass, like right after what he says. It's like a, a parrot. That is entertaining within itself. Then now he is having every celebrity, period, chiming in. So is people from Olivia, Olivia Munn, Alexis Texas, uh, anyone you could think of. Those are the two that were like, nigga, what the fuck is going on on this shit? Anything you, any person you could think of is probably chimed in. He's getting up to 350,000 views on Instagram live per recording every time consistently. Any major celebrity that comes in and everybody does, he shouts them out as they're joining in the uh, live. 
the legendary Kelsey Monroe. Legendary. A lot of lotion. 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 Are you ready, baby girl? We need that milk. We need the milk. Let's get it, Kelsey. Let's get it, Kelsey. Kelsey. Oh my God. Kelsey. Oh my God. I just want to bite it. It is just insanity. You can see anything from a woman twerking, which Alexis Texas definitely got her uh, career revamped, joining uh, his shit. Or you could just see a woman singing. Like, he's not, like, perverted as uh, Boosie, which I want to talk about in a second. He's not as perverted <laughs> as Boosie or any other, like, the hood rappers where uh, you got to come on, you got to show pussy, you got to show ass, you got to do whatever. A woman come on, show her face, and then she say, I don't want to twerk. And then he'll say, okay, well, what other talents you got? You need to show us something. Then the guy in the background say, show us something. Like, it's all parodied. It's all, everything is just genius the way he's doing it. And if he's able to do this with a guy he knows and linking everything up to a phone, an iPad, whatever, just imagine what he could do with a full production crew. On top of that, he's still a talented artist, and his album just came out, and I fucked with the album. So I'm here for uh, Tory Lanez. He is my champion of the week. I will give him a metal and an extra Alexis Texas torque because I know he wants that. Okay. Well, that's cool. Are you still... So you're riding Tory Lanez's dick for like the next three weeks, clearly. Anybody... bro? you gotta watch the live, bruh. I... I... I, I just I feel like I didn't sell it enough. He's no, you sold it plenty. We ain't got to talk about <laughs> it no more. I'm done listening to it. But it's just like that's his version of it. It's happening across Instagram. That's just his version, and that's what you appeal to. I've been watching the same exact thing, but with drag. <laughs> ain't nobody that's fucking Tory. Nobody fucking Tory, bro. I'm okay. here for the queens. I'm I'm pretty sure they're doing an amazing job at what they're doing. But ain't nobody fucking with Tory, man. He the goat at it. I just don't see that translating into a post-COVID situation where we're back to having our other live options. That sounds like some shit that would be on Revolt that you might catch every once in a while. but And, like, they put in the money, but still, it is, like, whatever. Our guys, Deezus and Mero, were on uh, – they weren't on Revolt. They were on Vice. But I feel like if you catch a lane, you catch, you catch a crowd, you can get it going. But it doesn't necessarily have to be twerking. I just feel Tory Lanez is entertaining enough because it's not necessarily about the twerking because I get, I don't like watching women twerk. To me, that's weird. That's creepy. Any That goes back to what I've discussed on multiple podcasts uh, where I feel like women dancing, women stripping, whatever is disingenuine. I'd say 35% of the time. Most of the time, the women are doing it to get their cash app on Tory Lanez shit. What's entertaining is watching him interact with other people on top of whoever is the guy in the background fucking with Tory as he's doing it. So the the whole thing is Tory Lanez and just we gotta we gotta do the mashup with him with uh, Alexis Texas somewhere on one of our uh, feeds. It is entertaining just to watch him like he's like uh, the mask with Jim Carrey's the mask, just like <laughs> like he just fuck with Alexis Texas 
And you got to think, she is an old-ass, big-booty, white porn star that her claim to fame was at least seven years ago. Like, nobody checks for her no more, but she just hopped on the, the live just to get a little buzz. And I went to Pornhub and watched some more of her shit just because, why not? You was out here wilding for Tori. Let me see what you, what you had to work with, man. I forgot. Uh, all right. Well, we'll see. Maybe he, that's the lane. Because I just, his music is still just eh for me. He's like a, a, a watered down Drake. He can rap. He can sing. He's from Toronto. He's kind of lyrical, kind of not. Uh, has talent. But, you know, all depends on how you take the music. But this album, I, I guess I just hype everything up because I have been on Tory's bandwagon for the last 10 days. So, uh, you know, I enjoyed it. One of my favorite Instagram lives this week that had no production value whatsoever. No, I take that back. There was some production to this shit. Mm-hmm. It was fucking Doja Cat reading Roddy Rich's The Box. Have uh, you seen that? Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. They slat I won't ever sell my soul, and I can back that. And I really want to know where you at, at. I was out back, with a stash at. Cruised the city in a buke, bu- in a fuck, in a bulletproof Cadillac. Cause I know these lasses, after where the bag at. Gotta move smarter, gotta move harder. And the production came in that, for some reason, around her house, she had, because she didn't order this shit off Amazon anytime soon, because Amazon ain't delivering nothing. Right. A fucking chainmail hood from, like, a knight's armor outfit. And she played, like, Camelot music in the background, and then read the lyrics from the box in a, like, British accent, Mm -hmm. old English accent. And, you know, clearly she's high as hell all the time. Always still debatable what it might be Cocaine. what the substance is this looked like weed this looked like a, a marijuana fest mm. <laughs> my god because i i saw it come by a couple times and i was like okay that's a funny concept i don't think it'll be that funny this bitch might have some some like comedic acting chops and i think we've seen that from the beginning of like her initial viral blow up throughout and if it's not hopefully it's not always like um substance based because if she if it always has to be like while she's high then that's not gonna work but if she can tap into that that bitch is funny (laughs) that's very funny cracking up but what's crazy is i don't think she's funny on purpose i Mm know that video the camelot video i think she was you she had the the thought of let me just put this on my live it's probably going to be funny but if you watch like her normal interviews or like anytime she's just regularly talking, she is ridiculous and all over the place. And you can do nothing but giggle because like, bitch, mm-hmm. like what you say? Like, that's true. One of my favorite YouTube videos is Doja Cat explaining the lyrics of Juicy to a. That's what I was. Uh, uh, <laughs> that one and uh, a genius when she's doing rap genius for a uh, bitch. I'm oh, a yeah. cow. Yeah. <laughs> It, it makes no sense to watch her try to explain something in complete sentences. She will <laughs> fail every time, but it will be hilarious every time she she tries. 
That's true. <laughs> she is my spirit animal. I am her. She is me. So, yeah, so I typically don't, whenever someone says they're going live on Instagram, unless I knew about it already and I know what it's, what's happening, or they've been wilding out lately, I don't click into a live. But now might be the time for you to really care if you see somebody going live to go. I actually, the other day, uh, one of Crit's DJs has been going on, like, Crit-only shows, which it's kind of stupid because he doesn't shut the fuck up the whole time, which is, if you know me, one of my biggest pet peeves is when the DJ doesn't shut the fuck up and let the song play. And I get what he's doing because he's shouting out people that are like sending him cash apps and whatnot. So I get that the more he says it, the more people are like going to want to be seen, I guess, or whatever. But if you are playing some fire shit and are speaking over 75% of the song, I don't care anymore. And I don't want anything to do with it. But other than that, every once in a while he gets on a run where he just lets the shit play and it's dope as hell. So it's just about finding the people whose content you actually care about. Because right at this moment, since they can't do anything else, they might be doing some of their best work <laughs> on Instagram Live right now. Right. This is a resurgence for, uh, you know, entertainers. And I feel like the the better entertainer you are, the more your live will be entertaining. Because there is nothing else to back you. There is no... Uh, outside factors like if you can grab an audience if you can be that guy in the middle of the room this is now your time to shine mm -hmm. i.e doja i.e uh the artist you were looking at uh, the the dj you were looking at toy lanes is people boosie boosie is someone who is was entertaining before covid we all were aware that boosie was saying some wild shit on his ig lives and now he been saying wild shit in his music, much less Boosie since Ofo. Since we all were yeah. introduced to Lil Boosie, has been that dude to where you know all the screws ain't wrapped up, they all ain't tightened in, <laughs> but they tight enough for him to be a millionaire. But they still loose enough for him to get accused of murder like four times. <laughs> all in all in the same shit. Uh, but now his lives are even entertaining to the fact to where. Put your pussy on live, I'll give you $1,000. That is now a quote that Boosie came up with because he was letting women twerk and do whatever on his live. Now his shit has gotten so out of pocket, he ain't got to say that no more. You yeah. click on Boosie live and he's inter uh, he's accepting people calling in, they showing their tits and pussy and ass for free. He has yeah. to cancel out calls because people just said, fuck it. I just want to go on Boosie and show some shit. That and is wild. Good thing no one's no one's at work right now because none of it is safe for work at the moment. <laughs> none, none is safe. I'm surprised IG is letting them rock with it because hell he, yeah. I, I just watched one where he was just chilling in some room. He opened it. She showed a titty. He said, "Oh now." Then she showed a coochie. <laughs> and before he can even hit the decline button, we've seen the coochie lips. And so he had to call. Him. He was like, "Man, come on, man." Come on, we can't be doing all that, man. But if he answer another call, it's going to be some more tits and ass. I can promise That's the thing you. I've seen, too, is that um, a lot of people have been wanting to do things through Twitch because it's uh, higher quality videos and whatnot, and so you can do more. But Twitch has such uh, strict policies and community policies because they want their platform to be accessible to everybody that if you even kind of which like i said i've been watching drag videos so 
drag is still not an actual female body, but it's, if anything is even suggestive of a bra or panty that a lot of drag queens strip down to, they'll cut the, the, the feed immediately. So yeah, you can literally, the feed will just get cut off and they're like, damn, this is a better quality, but the community guidelines are not fucking with it. Yeah. You have to like pick your poison. And I, me and you were talking the other day, just kind of flirting with the idea of what if we created a live and if they showing, they piss off at tits and ass, I wonder what they got to think about the shit that I be saying off the top of my head. <laughs> and would we get cut off? Cause I kind I kind of want to do that. We're not doing shit. We're hella free. You on furlough. I never fucking work at my job. Why not just do a live once every few days just for the fuck of it? But yeah, I'm definitely down and we definitely have people that like want to like, call in and talk about stuff. So I'm here for that. Um, I but think if they that, cock blocking, I ain't with it. Uh, well, I also think that audio censorship is a lot fucking harder than mm. visual censorship. So I think it would be okay. I think you would have to literally be getting actively reported for them to catch yeah. you saying anything. Unless you're talking about Trump because the Russians are fully tapped in. So then you would be fucked. But not we can avoid that. that. Yeah, they're not fucking yeah. with that at all. Fuck around and get lynched in this bitch. You ain't even know it. God. I went there. Fuck it. All right, so more or less story. Look, uh, if you got Instagram, use it and just click on a live for 20 minutes. That's all you need to be entertained. That mm-hmm. toy lanes made my day within 20 minutes. I was <laughs> dying laughing in 20 minutes and I had to get off. I couldn't take no more. Um, so speaking of new technology, have you tried, looked at, invested anything whatsoever into Quibi? I know what Quibi is, but I I haven't fucked with it yet. So if you haven't, if you don't know what Quibi is, it's a shortened down version of Quick Bites. Um, in my opinion, it's basically toilet television. <laughs> because hmm. the concept is, it's episodic TV that is no longer than 10 minutes long. Um... And that's that's concept. <laughs> is it it's free? a monthly subscription service. Oh, Absolutely okay. not. So you can spend five dollars to do it with ads. To do it without ads, it's eight dollars, which is like the same as like Hulu. Hmm. And like I get it, but also I don't know. They're also only available on two mobile apps. Android and Apple. So like you can only look at it on your phone. It doesn't have the capabilities of like being enough for like TV or like your computer or anything like that. I'm sure you could smart cast, but that's only if like that works out for you. Um, I just was really interested because there's, they got a bunch of high profile names on it. Three of which I'm interested in. One is drag. So we won't talk about it. Um, <laughs> one is, I think chance the rapper is redoing punked. Yeah. He's doing that. And then three is, um, I'm obsessed with project runway. Um, this year, it's you probably know none of this, but it it's been the same formula and people for years. It dropped for a while because there was some kind of turmoil with like how everybody wanted it to go. And Heidi Klum was always the host. Tim Gunn was always the uh, mentor in like the in the workspace and whatnot. And then Michael Kors was always a judge, and he's infamous for saying like funny, like being Simon Cow, but on a whole different shady, bitchier level, mm-hmm. and just having like these famous quotes. So for whatever reason, all of them were not going to be a part of project runway anymore. I haven't listened to all the drama. 
and people were like, it's not going to be the same show without Michael Kors, so give it up. But they revamped it this year, and honestly, I love it. It's um, more up-and-coming people that are on it, but it's people you don't know. Brandon Maxwell, Christian Siriano is the mentor, and then Carly Klaus is the host. Carly as a host is fine. Brandon Maxwell as a judge is fine. Christian Siriano as a fucking judge is amazing, and I think it's fine. But the point is, Tim Gunn and Heidi Klum got together and said, well, fuck y'all if you're going to bring this back. We're going to take basically the same show, but change it just enough to where we can have creative freedom and take it to Quibi. So they're mm. doing almost the exact same show. Instead of um, individual fashion designers creating a line, which is the point of Project Runway at the end of it, it's a brand. They're creating brands and like clothing companies. <laughs> mm. Outside of that, it's the same fucking show. But they took that to Quibi. So I'm really curious also how you're going to do a show like that in 10 minutes. And also, I don't want ads for a 10-minute show, which I guess I watch YouTube videos and it's the same thing. But I'm not paying $8 for that. I can tell you that now. But did you pay 5 I didn't, considering it. But I still haven't gotten the Disney Plus app, and I think I would go Disney Plus before I do anything. I, I caved in. I got Disney Plus. Totally <laughs> worth it. Yeah, I kind of want to... I should have been in this shit. So what all are you subscribed to? And also, do you have cable or not? Uh, I have internet-based cable. I'm using YouTube TV. I have Hulu. I have Disney Plus. I have Netflix. I have Showtime. I have I have something else. Like everything I do is internet-based, uh, and it is it. I'm basically paying the same price I'm paying for cable, just dated at or being charged at different dates. But if you <laughs> every subscription service, I think I have it other than like HBO. Uh, in so some I have, shape, form, or fashion. I have cable because I really, really don't want to go without live TV. That's the only thing. And I know that there's so many different versions, but every version that I've seen, there's always a problem that irritates me. Um, so I have Spectrum cable. I have Netflix. And that's it. Everything else I use, I use other people's logins. <laughs> <laughs> and um, that's all I, because I just don't get into binging a whole lot. I guess I have an Amazon Prime account, so I have that. And there are some things that I've been meaning to get into. But I just cannot sit and watch the same show, which is weird because I don't have like a, a distinguished palette when it comes to TV. Like <laughs> I watch some bullshit. But for whatever reason, just sitting and watching back to back to back, I, it's the same thing, I guess, with movies. I can't, I don't really like sitting there and getting involved in a movie and just watching that movie for forever. I honestly can't remember the last time I watched a new movie. I probably haven't watched anything new since the beginning of 2019. That's crazy. <laughs> I watch new shit all the time. It's my favorite thing to do as well. I watch movies more than I watch anything else. And as of recent, I've I told y'all I'm watching the uh, the Marvel series, cinematic series, uh, all over again. But I still sneak in a Netflix movie here and there, and it's it's just cool. I mean, fuck, if I'm paying for all this shit, I might as well use the service. So I'm, yeah, I'm here for the so, new shit. It's so funny how quickly times have changed because it went from like my parents only having three channels, if that, mm. to 
us like no one being able to live without cable of some sort than satellite to now our generation is kind of leading the charge on not even paying for cable because what's the fucking point? Right. If uh, my wife wasn't so involved into reality TV, I wouldn't have internet-based cable. I would just have yeah. streaming streaming channels because the only thing I really need to watch uh, is sports, which I feel like if I was a single man or not without my wife, I would just watch it in bars and uh, the challenge. <laughs> and yeah, I feel like I, I could just find a, a torrent website or some bullshit. I could watch it on my fucking computer or, or iPad. So, But you can also um, buy MTV itself as an app exactly. if you wanted to. I could just do that. But yeah, because I wanted to watch uh, Drag Race this past Friday Live, but neither of my friends have cable because they don't need it because they're just going to watch it the next day. So who cares? Right. <laughs> but yeah, I watch... That's pretty much the basis of what I watch is reality TV and sports. And I would rather see that live without glitches, without any issues with the streaming or any buffering or whatsoever. I just want it to happen. And I don't want to have to deal with it or have a problem. Or especially for me, have something that's not available to me because there's so many teams, college sports specifically, that I'm interested in that are on ESPNU or 3 or whatever Mm. that like is a shitty situation sometimes when it comes to trying to stream it. Yeah, but that's all. I can't. I haven't jumped, but I also don't need everything else. But I am really starting to consider Disney Plus because they do have some shit on there that I really want to see. Do it, and they're only getting better <laughs> as time goes. And all the movie theaters are shutting down, and nobody's paying attention to shit. Disney Plus is going to be the place to be in three months. So hop on a bandwagon for they they bump their prices for that stock. Yeah, no player. What's going to happen is there's going to be shops that are like franchises of Disney that like you can go to watch exclusive Disney content to the person who is the franchiser. Like they're paying for like some sort of a commercial version of Disney Plus. So instead of going to the movies, they're going to release stuff only to like Disney merchants, if Mm -hmm. that makes sense. Because the movie theaters will be shutting down. And so you can only go to this person who has this subscription. You know what I just thought shit. about? The only, if AMC shuts down, which is the rumor, they don't have enough money. They just, I just read some on Twitter that they uh, just fired 14,000 people and the remaining workers are getting uh, pay cuts to stick around with AMC. But if they shut down, the only, is maybe two, only conglomerates that can buy out AMC and still be successful, ABC, Disney, mm-hmm. Google. They're one of the only two people that can be like, <laughs> boom, don't even worry about it, AMC. Now you're affiliated with us. We own you now. And this is what we're going to do going forward. Because Disney, if they do buy them, they own half of the fucking cinematic everything that's mm-hmm. Disney, Fox, fucking National Geographic, whatever the fuck you can think of, Disney damn near owns it. And then All Google, video production whatsoever. Exactly. And Google owns the internet. So <laughs> if Google buys them, they can just do whatever the fuck they want. So that'll be interesting to see if somebody actually gets to AMC and, and changes the way movies are made. Mm-hmm. I saw, um, and maybe not so much even how movies are made, but maybe because maybe on a different platform, you indie type productions will be as big of a deal as like multi-billion dollar production that's that's the point i saw a meme where bill gates was like 
being interviewed about coronavirus and someone was like, hell yeah, that's the man to ask. We need to be listening to him because if anybody knows how to handle a virus, that motherfucker has plenty of experience. <laughs> Giving your computers viruses since Windows 2000. You know what I mean? <laughs> viruses I got from downloading illegal. Yeah, man, it's, it's bad, man. You need to learn. Learn and do better. So I was watching Brown Sugar this week. Which is one of those movies that for some reason I always forget about how much I love it until it's in my face again. And it was on like Fuse or something, which is something that my dad gets on his AT&T U-verse that I don't usually get. Um, and I was just listening to the whole concept of everything. And one of my favorite things to do is if I have a glass in front of me that's toastable, I like to go clink, clink, my divorce. So <laughs> that always, anytime I hear a glass get like oh, knocked with like a yeah. knife is... But we're here to celebrate, and we're celebrating what? Clink, clink, my divorce. My divorce. <laughs> um, but anyway, is um, would it be interesting to make a new brown sugar, or would it just be so stupid because there's nothing substantial enough to give it something good for them to talk about? Do you remember the concept of brown sugar? No, give me a rundown. I forgot. Okay, so Snilathan's character, Tay Day's character. They grow up in the Bronx at the birth of hip hop. So they become adults in like probably 2000. I don't know. And uh, Queen Latifah is Sinai Latham's character's best friend and like publicist because she becomes an editor for Double XL as like through like writing like hip hop reviews and like creating her own lane. Mm-hmm. And then Tay Diggs becomes an A&R for like a hip hop or for like a music company and then decides that he wants to create his own label and like has his own artist that he wants to promote that and like a certain level of like hip hop that he wants to promote, but his company wants him to do like shitty, like the song that they really want him to promote is, um, what is it? That ain't my hoe. <laughs> what is that song? I can't think of it. Is that your hoe? Something like that. It's really fucking funny, but most deaf is his like little sidekick who's like a cab driver, but he could be like a serious rapper. So Tay character goes off to create his own label so that he can produce the content that he wants to and like starts from the ground up, even though he had this high-end job. So, and it's honestly the same characters now Lathan plays, but instead of being obsessed with basketball and loving basketball, <laughs> she's obsessed with hip hop and brown sugar. <laughs> I was thinking that the whole time too. So they like get to a point where she like tells Tay Diggs that she like likes him and he goes, but we're just friends and then they separate. And then in the end, they realize that like their love of hip hop like brings them back together. And then they realize that they're in love with each other. Yada, yada. Um, Does that ring a bell? Yeah. Yeah. So there's this really beautiful allegory that goes through the whole thing where she's talking about her love for music. And then in the end, she's like also like basically talking about her love for Tay Day's character. I don't know why I can't think of any of their names right now. Um, and then she ends up in a interview with Angie Martinez, which is also, it's really funny, like the people that they brought in and like the cultural elements of like the clothes. And at one point, Tay Day's character goes to the, um, the person who selects the music at Hot 97 and <laughs> goes to put in his demo CD of his artist, but can't figure out how to put it in the CD player because it's too fancy because it's like a stacked one that like faces you. <laughs> mm. 
So I was just thinking the whole time how interesting it would be to remake Brown Sugar for like current times. Like the big scene at the end, he's driving in the back of a cab with this little teeny tiny cell phone that's supposed to be like the height of technology. And he's like calling into the radio station and his cell phone is like this little itty bitty piece of like string cheese that he's calling in and saving his relationship with Sinai Lathan's character. (laughs) And so they constantly talk about how like the current music scene, so early 2000s hip hop is just rap and not back to the original roots of what hip hop is supposed to be and how they would like for it to get back there basically. Mm-hmm. So then the new movie would be how we got the little Uzis and the six nines and you wanted to get back to where it was before the Tupac age and the, the biggie age and how you wanted to get back to, to that level. Man, yeah. I feel like, like music... Joyner Lucas, Joyner Lucas would be the most deaf character. <laughs> Boy. That are uh uh what's his name Royce the five nine, some some random rare, pure bars ass nigga. I man, music is supposed to evolve. I I feel like if you you trying to stick stick to the roots, you'll never be able to, to move move forward. The song that they want him promote that he refuses to promote just came back in my head. The guys are called like Ren and Stimpy or something. It's like Ren and Ten or something like that. And they start with a skit with a skit in the beginning where they're like, "Is that your hoe? Nah, fool, I thought that was your hoe." And then the song is, "That hoe is mine." <laughs> that's the song. I feel like they've made that song in real life already. Yeah, it's I think that's real at this yeah, point. <laughs> it's definitely somebody made that. A little boom bop or some some random motherfucker definitely tried it. Man, I would love for somebody let Tory Lanez God ass. Sample that real quick and turn it into a bop. He is a sample king. Don't don't <laughs> fuck with my nigga Tory like he ain't made chicks tape one, two, three, four, and five. Don't fuck with him. He can if anybody can make some shit, flip some shit and reverse it, it's Tory. Don't play him. Oh man, but that, that's all I can think about the whole time is like who would play these characters? Cause also Tay Dude goes off per usual with like his usual like aside that you don't I know weren't in the script like there's a moment with him and most death where they're waiting for the song to play where he's fucking with his character and I'm just like that's completely improv and Tay Diggs is fucking hilarious whether he tries to be or not but who would play what and would mumble rap be the villain in the movie or would it Mm. be like and like what because the whole point is they're trying to bring back like boom bap and like the original like they met while like Slick Rick and Dougie Fresh were freestyling in the park and they were like there to witness it type shit. So that's Mm. why they are like so in love with it. So like it's roots. So who, cause then at the end of the movie, his uh, song gets on the radio and it's like more traditional and more to like the roots of everything. And there's two little kids sitting on a bench listening to it being played from like a more modern and I say that in air quotes, it's modern for the time, boombox. And like the whole first scene is getting replayed, but it's modernized through like clothes and like everything. It's like those two little kids are supposed to be like the future. Mm-hmm. So what happened to those two little kids? What did they get into? Mm-hmm. Is one of them signing kids off of Instagram lives or what's happening? Boy, the, the is pure one of them a, a blogger. One of them is a blogger and like doing like fashion blogs and like, 
how because uh, you know because hip hop is so different and has such a different effect on culture even now than it did then, right? Which is what it's always been, but like now it's even bigger and more mainstream. So like, would the conversation be more about like how it's pushing everything and influencing everything, and is that bad or good? And I just really think it would be interesting, but I could also see them hiring a bunch of people that don't actually have acting chops just for the names of it and it failing big time. Hey man, you might need to EP this shit, man. Gone. <laughs> I thought about this like an hour out. the other day. <laughs> Gonna write a script. We ain't doing shit else. You might as well write a script. Sell that it's shit like to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> uh speaking of well, clink clinks and shit, have you watched uh All American at all? I haven't. I do want to see it, but I typically shy away from football-based, especially high school football-based stuff. And I don't know why. It just, like, stresses me out because it's, it's, like, too real. It's more CW, less high school football. Because mm. it is a CW show. CW, we've discussed it before, does CW-ass <laughs> bullshit. And it is 100%. I'm, like, on episode 8 or 9. I watch it as I eat or whatever the fuck I'm doing. It's it's good. It's interesting. It it draws you in like CW typically does. And then here comes that rickamarole bullshit. It's just wilding <laughs> out of nowhere to just keep you sucked in for some weird reason. But Tay Diggs is a co-star to the, to the high school kid. And uh, it, it's interesting. And then people were talking about, like, oh, this is the Tay Diggs I know, not knowing he was, like, in fucking every other 90s movie from the Ruta to the Tudor Tay Diggs was starring in, and now all the millennials or Gen Xers are saying, oh, this is the best thing he's ever done. Like, nah, nah. No. Tay Diggs okay. big in these streets. Also, Tay Diggs has been on Broadway. That's what a lot of people don't understand. That motherfucker can, like, kind of sing and is a theatrical actor. It's the same yeah. concept of you're really finding out who's talented as like who can like get on Instagram and like hold their own mm-hmm. and Tay Diggs can hold his own in a scene regardless of what the script is. I don't care what y'all say. <laughs> yeah. He has a wide range. Cause you for don't sure. expect him to be funny. That's the thing that always takes me by surprise is he's funny and I don't expect it. Even in stuff that I've seen before, I, it just really blows my mind. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, have you seen Wayne Brady's Instagram? <laughs> I was just thinking about Wayne Brady, but no, I have not seen his Instagram. <laughs> Let me pull this up. Um, so apparently he lives really close, like within walking distance of his ex-wife's and his daughter's mother's house. So he's been posting videos with her and his daughter and her boyfriend. And everybody was like applauding him for like his amazing co-parenting. And he was like, what y'all don't realize is we've been doing this shit for like 12 years now. We've been doing this since she was five and she's 17 now. Boy. Like this is just what works for us but at the same time it's Wayne Brady doing his thing I always forget he has an Instagram until I go to it and then I low-key end up on it for like an hour because he's just so entertaining by himself like you can call him as cheesy and corny as you want to he's still an entertainer (laughs) I'm sitting here watching him jig right now yeah never disrespect Wayne Brady I don't give a fuck I don't give a fuck what you say number one he is the host of deal or no deal and that is my shit Wayne Brady makes his show amazing because he improvises everything with that white boy. And uh, he, I don't, when we were younger, he was on Whose Line Is It Anyway? And that's where we all introduced to Mr. Wayne Brady. 
unless he found them somewhere on some other shit. And ever since then, he has been consistent, consistently him. So you can't hate Not somebody. One of the greatest Chappelle show skits ever. of all time. Ever. <laughs> Organically, everything about that episode was fucking comedy. So don't don't hate on Brady. Also, weirdly, his Instagram name is Mr. Brady Brady, which I've heard people call my dad's dad before. <laughs> Mr. Brady Baby. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh. I've been looking at his Instagram for like two hours today. Did not catch that. He's in Black Lightning. Your brain? Oh, he he's in Mixed Dish. His name surely is Mr. Brady Baby. See, your brain sees what it wants to see. Yeah, man, this he's a goat, man. You gotta let him do whatever the fuck he wanna do. Yeah, Mr. Brady in general though is my dad's dad because my dad is Coach Brady, so that's just weird. <laughs> Yeah, he was dancing with his family on TikTok. Doing the is those his daughters and wife? And that's his daughter, his wife, and his wife's boyfriend. In the first one. And the one with the dogs, I think there's like a housekeeper. Mm. Good for him, man. The goat. Which the other thing is everybody was like, damn, Wayne Brady's like quarantining in a house with his ex-wife and her current boyfriend and their kid, that's co-parenting to the extreme. And he was like, nah, they just like are literally down the street and this is what we've been doing. So this is basically quarantining is us. Regard- he's, he said they've been going to each house, basically. Mm. And he was like, that's normal for my daughter and it's always been normal. So that's what we do. Mm. Or they could just have some poly shit going on and they're just smacking them Asian cheeks. Quite possibly. Hey, man, I ain't mad at him. Wayne Brady seems like the type, like a T-Pain, who makes the open relationship cool, whether she's into it or not. Yeah. yeah. But also seeks out or attracts women who are like, yes, I'm fully down for this. This is what I've always wanted. Mm-hmm. And then they find unicorns together. <laughs> right. And so maybe the, the man is a unicorn this time. Maybe so. Hey, man. There's a thought. Man, he wasn't kinky boots. Hey, I, I'm not I'm not hating on Mr. Brady at all. Whatsoever. <laughs> Let him live his best life with whoever he sees fit. If it's an actual <laughs> unicorn with a mythical <laughs> horn and a horse. Because he probably found one. <laughs> he definitely has. He can have that too. <laughs> Alright, that got real weird. It, when does it not? Alright, B. Uh, go and wrap us up, fam. So this week we learned a little bit of the same shit. We're still stuck in the house. We're still bored and constantly finding new ways to entertain ourselves. And whether that means filming and posting that challenge you wanted to do or waiting with bated breath for the next Tory Lane's IG Live, just make sure you're doing whatever brings you joy, regardless of how much we're going to hate on it next week. You goddamn right. I'm going to hate on this shit. <laughs> Every <laughs> week until outside is back open, I'm on y'all motherfucking ass. But regardless, whatever's going on in these streets, just don't be the next me. Holla. Deuces. <laughs>